Hello, welcome to the Seismic Podcast Show. This show discusses on everything regarding to physics and photography insights, knowledge and reviews. Each week, we deliver the best topics that covers the fundamentals and updates surround the world of physical science and imaging. And from time to time, we would also try to insert any topics that we find interesting for the benefit of you listeners. This will be your one-stop podcast listening center hosted by myself, Zubair, and with other several different co-hosts each and every week. Make sure to subscribe to our channel on iTunes and Spotify to get the latest updates on new shows each week. This is Seismic. So on today's show, we are going to discuss about the world of particles. I am joined by one of my colleagues whom is well accustomed to the universe of the very tiny matter. Um, he is also a physicist, obtaining his master's in theoretical physics from University Kebangsaan Malaysia. Here is Hafizuddin Kamal. So Hafizuddin, welcome to the Seismic Podcast Show. So let's start off the show by a brief introduction about your current research. Okay, uh, thank you very much. Okay, basically, I'm doing quantum physics and my research focusing on the photon of lines. And then um, I try to look for the behavior of the how the photons behave in vacuum for the general one and I try to look for how the interaction between photons and also the vacuum and also how the effect of the energy also uh, in vacuum itself. Has this study have been researched before by other physicists? Okay, uh, basically uh, this research is uh, just one to improvise from the previous one. Basically, I'm looking for the how uh, wave particle duality is uh, performing i mean in terms of the behavior of uh, particle and wave uh, sorry particle and um, uh, wave nature uh, because uh, with particle duality is we look for the um, like an object it can be behave as a particle or as a wave so in my research i am trying to uh, ad- make some advancement on that theorem in terms of the photon that behave as a wave flag. So are you based on Bohmian or Einstein? Okay, basically, uh, I'm not really looking on the Bohmian interpretation or other interpretations. Uh, I'm just uh, re- uh, make some advancement uh, from the Copenhagen and also for from the Bohmian itself. And uh, for most important things, the, Things that I I'm not violate that, that theorems <laughs> or the interpretation, so uh yeah what I'm said that I just improvise the theorems to be more better, and uh yeah if you say about the Bohmian interpretation basically it's also in still in research uh how does the uh, particles uh can be uh look for in terms of the particles and also in terms of the wave. So in Bohmian interpretation tells us that uh, the particle is uh, propagated and uh, encoded by the uh, wave. So the wave actually we look for the space. We're uh, mostly focusing on photons. If your listeners trying to <laughs> not uh, actually understand what uh, what Hafiz <laughs> is actually doing in his research, okay. So we're going to take a short break, and afterwards we're going to discuss about particles. What you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show.
So welcome back, listeners. So first and foremost, we are going to talk about particles in today's show. I believe myself and Hafiz also are accustomed to what is particle itself, its function in the whole universe. Um, but why do we need to study it? So that's the very fundamental question when people are trying to ask, like, why do physicists study these really small things? So we all know that all living matters are made up of matter to be example and to be more precise atoms um, in their own configurative ways and these atoms itself consists of a nucleus yeah nucleus and neutrons neutrons yeah. protons yeah and we got like electrons surrounding the yeah. nucleus itself yep and inside those protons itself there's a smaller things which we call quarks yeah so we know that it the story doesn't actually stops there we can go much deeper even like in some ways that physicists today believe that quarks are made up of something even smaller, <laughs> but we're not going to dive too much into that. Yeah. So the, the question is, is why do we need to study these kinds of things? Okay. Uh, thank you. All right. Uh, so before I go to that question, let me see what is actually particle physics. I can separate it into two parts, which is a particle and also a physics. Particle is uh, is a physical, you can see the physical structure that can be counted, for example, uh, for like an object that we can see, okay, like, uh, you know, um, uh, phones or stone, everything, for in, in, in the simplest way, you can see that. You, you can imagine the particle like that. For the physics, uh, you can see that physics is actually the branch of the study that try to explain the particles. So if we com- if 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 we uh combine these two, actually the particle physics, actually we're trying to study the, maybe the particles, the interaction between the particles, the nature of the particles. So why physicists are really really trying to search or try to study the particle physics, or or we we, we look for the uh particles uh nature. Basically, uh, if you look for the microscopic structure to the microscopic structure, I mean from the biggest uh, structure to the smaller structure, if you look for the, uh, let's say like I give you one example, like our body, okay, our, our human body, okay, so human body actually we call it made up of the atoms, okay, so our skin, our lung, okay, uh, our eyes, ear, everything is made up of the atoms. So if you see that, you cannot see the atoms because the atoms are very, very small. So how you want to know that the atom exists in that particular, your, your body or is our body. So, uh, in other words, uh, if we look, if we look, try, if we try to look the mechanic or uh, the behavior or the physical structure of the atom, for example, you can more appreciate what you can know from the, the particular uh, part. Lah. Okay, uh, so uh, this one for human body. So uh, if you look uh, the structure of the atoms, okay, physically we can look for, we can we can say the atom is consisting of the, what uh, we said that we have a proton, we have a neutron, okay, we have electrons. Even inside the proton itself, we have a very, very small structure, we call it the quarks. So you see that from from the bigger structure you can comprise to the very small structure okay small uh, size of the particles so we can say that quarks also the particles because quarks still have mass okay or you can say that every particle have mass and also doesn't have mass for example photon photon doesn't have mass but photon considered as a particle okay uh, so uh 
this how physicists try to look uh the behavior or the mechanism the mechanism uh, the mechanisms involved uh to those particles in our universe okay to put to put in brief context is that when when particle physicists study particles so we're trying to actually understand the fundamental mechanism that makes up the whole universe in that way by studying this uh, small matter this small matter gives us a glimpse of what universe have been gone through since the big bang yeah so basically we are trying to understand the history of our universe and in this history as we go deeper into like smaller and smaller particles we are much closer uh, towards what happens in those microseconds after the big bang to give you a brief example like for the big structure mostly like galaxies neutron stars and whatnot okay. those are included in the study of astrophysics yeah. so astrophysicists study this uh, mm-hmm. particular area yeah. and then we move on to a much smaller section of these mm-hmm. like electrons neutrons and whatnot okay. so those are nuclear physics yeah. and then we move to quarks mm-hmm. so we get closer to the big bang yeah so these quarks and we uh, study quarks and gluon plasma. Yep. But what we are trying to dive into is actually something after the Big Bang. So these microseconds where most of the particles we are actually haven't discovered yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe in theoretical sense. That's why we have the study of cosmology yeah. to understand this particular section. But what particle physics actually focusing on the middle part we have been talking a lot about this particular section in particle physics but what are we talking about in terms of like what is actually a proton what is actually a quark what is actually this type of things okay so let's start off like by defining the units of our scale mm. in particle physics we measure mass by electron mm-hmm. volts yeah and these electron volts are basically just energies, mm-hmm. right? And and that how uh, and that's how we know like how big is the particle itself. Mm-hmm. And of course, time is the same; mm-hmm. it's in seconds. Mm-hmm. And energy is just energy, same thing. But mass Fidual, in I think. yeah, I know. Fidual, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But mass in kilograms, we can convert it in particle physics into uh, elect- electron volt over yeah. the speed of light. Yeah. Now the speed of light is not as what we seem like. We're not actually convert uh, dividing it by the speed of light. Physicists like to assume everything. Because one, right? Yeah, it, it, it converts into one. Yeah, so it's, like, it's very easy. Let's assume it's a one. Okay? <laughs> it's a physical unit. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and then we move on to fermions. What are the particle constitutes okay. in fermions? Okay, so basically in our universe, we can divide it by two pop- type type of particles. First, we have our fermions, and then we have we have our bosons. Okay. But we do have mesons and baryons. And- okay, so basically fermions actually uh, make up the matter. Okay, and for boson actually acts as a force carrier. Okay, so fermions, it can divide by two types, which is we have a leptons and we have a quarks. Okay, so it's under fermions group. Right? So leptons, we have six types of leptons. We have uh, tau and tau neutrino. Okay, we have a muon, muon neutrino, and also we have um, um, we electron. have uh, yeah, electron and, uh, and also electron neutrino. Okay, yeah. so we have a six type of the uh, uh what we call um uh, leptons, 
and also for also quartz we also have a charm okay uh top bottom strange and and so forth <laughs> so it's all those uh make up uh the matter okay how about the boson okay so the boson as a force carrier for example in electromagnetism okay so electromagnetism the force carrier is actually the photon okay in order to understand how the photon interact or how the photon is emitted or how the photon is behave we look for the one of the pioneer diagram we call as the Feynman diagram okay so the Feynman diagram actually shows the interactions like like electron and electron and how the electron and electron interact and emit the virtual photons okay what is a virtual photon virtual photon is actually uh the photons that have the very small intervals time and space if you look for the uh the the physical structure or physical um, mechanism of mechanism of photon sorry uh is very uh in a small interval of time and space so we call it as the virtual so for example in the casimir okay uh, and then um afterward if you see that the um, a virtual photon is emitted, so it absorbed by the other electrons, and electron will go far away. So the, how we describe the Feynman diagrams? So yeah, this one for boson. So you ask for the fermion. So fermion is yeah, I told you is constituted by the electron and quarks lah. For basically for the general uh, uh, particles that occupies under fermions group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but mm. to be to put it in layman's term, yeah. So quarks are like this constitute particles that makes up matters. Yeah. So we know that protons and neutrons are made up of quarks. Yep. Okay. And leptons are leptons actually uh is a is part of the fermions group. Just want to show uh the pair. If you look at supersymmetry, supersymmetry is you have pair. Hmm. Uh photons, antiphoton, for example. Electron, anti electrons. It's all a pair. Okay, but leptons actually is regarding to we look for the neutrino. If we look for the uh, electron, in the pair is electron neutrino. You look for the muon, the pair is a muon neutrino. You look for the tau, the tau is tau neutrino. So this is a group of under uh, leptons, and the the divisions of the quarks we call as the hadrons. Okay, hadron. So if you take two quarks from the hadron group, we call as the mesons. If you take three quarks from the hadron group, we call as the baryon. Okay, it's a classifications of the after we look for the fermion and boson, then we look for the baryon and meson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I didn't sum up yeah. like uh, so. So basically, physics is just. The underlying principle in physics is that we have to bound by supersymmetry. Yeah, supersymmetry. Where everything has to be in pairs. Yes. We will dive into this, I think, afterwards. Mm-hmm. Because right. there are a few questions in supersymmetry that hasn't been answered. Yeah. By especially particle physics. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still it's still in preliminary mm-hmm. rounds mm-hmm. because we can't actually prove anything. Because in nature itself, we can see that things are not symmetric. Mm-hmm. Most yeah. of the things that exist in our surroundings are asymmetrical yeah so these things are very much a big a big question in in the physical world 
mm-hmm. even physicists are still trying to understand what is actually uh, causing this casual causality effect yeah yeah mm-hmm. but we can divide it but uh, divide quarks and leptons into three different generations yeah. so what you heard about Hafiz mentioned beforehand is that there are three different generations of quarks and leptons so these different generations the only differences in um, the particles itself are actually the mass mm-hmm. the charge and spin are all the same for example the up has a much heavier cousin which is the charm yep. then he has a heavier cousin which is the top quark yeah the same as down we got strange and bottom also electron and neutrino mm-hmm. so are you saying that neutrino mm-hmm. itself is the anti-electron yeah uh it's a pair if you look for electrons and you look for electron neutrino it's under electrons groups yeah if you look for more it's a more neutrino yeah it's a tau and tau neutrino so let's say yeah we, we talk about <laughs> antimatter yeah antimatter yeah so you're talking about okay let's say anti-proton yeah is it made up of neutrino no okay basically uh anti everything is anti is opposite to the real one okay, okay because uh the real one is we look for the under cp violation so mm-hmm. okay uh we call it charge parity violation okay uh so everything has a mirror to, to each other okay uh so uh it's not made up of the neutrino what you what you uh told me just now but it just shows the pair that's it This means that you 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 consider that this particle have their own pair. Mm-hmm. So let's mean you just name it into like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But yeah. But, yeah. But, mm-hmm. but the way the way we trying to understand is that yeah. neutrinos itself are they have zero charge. Yeah, zero charge. <coughs> but electrons is negative. Mm-hmm. Negative one negative charge. One, yeah. Yeah. So if neutrino is mm-hmm. the opposite, what why isn't neutrinos itself? A positive charge, positively charged. Okay, uh, to understand, uh, to understand, uh, in easy, simple way, you look for electron. Okay, electron is a minus, right? Yeah. The the pair, the, the opposite is one is a positron. Mm-hmm. It's a, a positive charge. Just mm-hmm. mean E plus. Mm-hmm. So if you look for the electron and electron, as you know, that mm-hmm. means is considered has a uh. Their own uh physical symbol here, mm-hmm. which is E minus for electron for electron neutrino. We have a term neutrino there, which mm-hmm. is uh, yeah. <laughs> so they don't show the E plus or what. Just consider the added terms of the neutrino neutron lah. For example, neutrino. And this antimatter are bounded by. It's actually based by yeah. the Einstein equation of mm-hmm. motion. Mm-hmm. So we know that every two energy solutions for the same mass. We got matter. We got antimatter. Yeah. And for every fermion, we have an antimatter version, yeah. mm-hmm. same mass but opposite charge. Yeah. So we got anti neutrino, anti electron, and whatnot. Yeah. And this matter itself is held together mm-hmm. by forces. Yeah. Okay. So how do we explain forces in terms of the way they interact okay. with uh, particles? All right. Okay. Thank you. Good question. Okay, so once we uh, study about the particle physics, of course, we need to look for the interaction. Okay, yeah. if you look for the interaction, that means they have some forces happenings over there. Okay, so uh, if you look for the because uh, the particle physics actually 
the the way that we can explain the uh, how we can for example we can unify the theorems for example we can unify the uh, grand unified theorems okay for example like we have four fundamental forces okay we have a gravity you have electroweak you have strong nuclear forces but we know we know gravity yeah gravity is very weak forces very gravity is very very weak. very very weak so, but we haven't actually discovered. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. only been theorized. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> no, I, I think okay. like you should not touch that particular region in <laughs> case like people. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you're talking okay. about gravity. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, so, so mm-hmm. okay. Uh, so regarding to the forces interact. Okay. If you look for the like, uh, uh quarks. Okay. The binding quark inside the proton actually hold by the gluon. Okay, the gluon actually uh one of the uh if you look for the light uh tail, uh rope rope sorry rope okay or in, in higher level it's called a string lah so I don't want to look in, uh, look the string but I look just consider uh uh the alignment term which is a rope you in you connect with two object okay so the the effect of the potential energy of potential energy of forces between the two quarks or two object is can be related how close or how far and also depend on the charge okay yeah. uh, okay if because quark why quark have very strong traction strong nuclear forces because you try to bind together because quark are very very heavier heavier uh, uh heavier so heavy uh, particles, yeah, heavy particles. Yeah. so to have a same charge okay same charge you will try to bind together so you very it will repel, repel. Yeah. so we try to by too much energy, high energy. So that's why you need to interact with one of the rope that can hold that one, that two quarks to bind. So we call it as the gluon. Okay. okay. Yeah, gluon. Okay. And this these forces we call as a strong nuclear forces. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how about the uh yeah gravity is a weak it's a weak forces lah. Okay, and then uh, the rest have uh, electromagnetic electromagnetism. Okay, electromagnetic forces, right? Like uh, photons. Okay, the photons emit uh, by the interaction between two particles like uh, electron, electron, or electron and positrons emit the photons, because the photon actually is a force carrier. Okay, the force carrier is emits from the maybe from the scattering from the scattering process from the uh, collisions from the accident accidental particles moving somewhere and we we emit uh, some uh, emit a little bit of, uh, no emit a virtual photon for example okay and the last one is uh, it's, it's also the same as gluons like is gluon okay. a force carrier yes gluon is the force carrier okay yeah very good mm-hmm. okay uh yeah, gluons the force carrier because it it is yeah. not only binding the yes yes the the, the mm-hmm. quarks itself mm-hmm. but it's also a force mm-hmm. carrier mm-hmm. for the quarks. They they want actually we look for we, we can explain detail I think in quantum chromodynamics how the particle get the colors lah. Yeah. But the particle doesn't have colors, but just wants to show the label of yeah, the yeah. particle. Yeah, the label. Yeah, okay. like <laughs> yeah. Uh, color charge. Yeah, color charge. Okay, right. Yeah, and, and then we move on to the weak. Yeah, we what we forces. Yeah, the weak forces. We forces basically we look for decay process. Okay, like uh in nuclear physics. Okay, we learn about the decay alpha, beta, and gamma decay. Okay, anything this anything's uh process that undergo decay, 
we look for the weak forces. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, like uh, helium uh, decay. Uh, uh, no, sorry. Uh, like like, like uh, yeah, helium decay, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, or like um, uh, how the uh higher energy of photons decay from the atoms. So for example, it's all involving a decay. Or that one is the involved in weak forces, lah. Okay. Uh, okay. But the weak the weak forces does it bind also particles? Or it's, it's only a force. It's decay. It's not. It's, it's not a bind. It's, it's a not, decay process. It's not a binding. Yeah, force. It's, it's not binding. Like the strong force. Yeah. It's like it's so, a decay process. So okay. Yeah, it's almost like decay process. Mm-hmm. So we know that this uh, electromagnetics yeah. it is substituted by the photons mm-hmm. particles and it's strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The strong forces. Yeah. Are basically gluons. Yeah. Gluons. Uh, and the weaks. Mm-hmm. So, but the weaks we have different mm-hmm. kinds of like uh force carriers. Yeah. that we're trying to discuss because we have two different types which oh, is the, <coughs> the boson okay so we got w and the z boson oh yeah okay yeah okay and they both have mass yeah but force carriers doesn't have mass like photons yes okay okay so uh so and note that yeah there are no gravity yeah yeah we can't explain yet because we haven't actually discovered graviton mm-hmm and then this this weak forces this weak charge that we're trying to has a massive particles uh inside it instead of like if you if you we constitute strong forces mm-hmm. which have a cold charge but also a massless gluon yeah is it really massless to be i think that gluons still have mass yeah because the only particle doesn't have mass is photon <laughs> Okay. Yeah, photon. Because you look at how how the particle gain their masses. Mm-hmm. Basically, we have a mechanisms so called like Higgs mechanisms. Okay. No, the Higgs. The Higgs <laughs> we will discuss right. in yeah. later on. Okay, later, later. Afterwards. Right. Okay. Because we're trying to <laughs> okay, in, okay. Uh, give off Higgs mm-hmm. in this early. I think people will be like, yeah. mm-hmm. just stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> and then we come up into the these forces that. They are segregated into a billion and non a billion. Okay. Okay. So what what are the a billion? What what does it mean by that? Does mean you referring the uh, a billion cases? In, yeah. In in what? In EM force and for uh, weak force, we, it is described as a non a billion. Okay. Uh, basically, uh, we look for the group structure, lah. Group the way theory. the way the way uh, it couples the, the itself. Way, yeah, it couples itself. Okay. Uh, basically, once you consider for the abelians and then abelians theorems, we look for the group theory. Okay. Uh, okay. Like uh, photons. Okay. For example, photon. Photon. Photon is sometimes can be abelian cases. Sometimes can be not abelian cases. I thought, isn't photons supposed to be just abelian, where it only charge particles coupled, right? Yeah. Uh oh yeah yeah I think I think you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay okay yes. So the, okay so the photon only for the abelian cases. Okay. <laughs> okay. For the all right all right okay okay. But the weak okay. the weak uh. and strong force is non abelian. Yep. Mm-mm. Because like in the weak force, mm-hmm. uh, only left-handed particles couple. Yep. Is another thing like there's left-handed particles and there's a right-handed particles like and people actually can be easily mixed up in terms of like. What does what does it mean? Left-handed and right-handed particles. Like the one we look for is it is it the the way spinning just like a electron? Uh no. What? Um, uh. the spin because the spin is at the other way. Yeah. 
about the momentum system. Basically, it's an antimatter. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, if a light-handed particle couple, so, that means like if only neutrinos couples. Okay. Yeah. So anti-neutrinos they won't be coupling. Okay. Mm. So it's the same as the strong force. It's a non-abelian case as well. Only quarks couple. So non-quarks are not coupled. Yeah. yeah. And then we have this quark mixing and neutrino mixing for the weak force. There are three three generations and also like we we will dive into CP violation afterwards. Yeah. So the question still remains is where do the differences come from? Like why does these force carriers are so different from each other? Why isn't this like because to bring back into old man's um way of thinking, we we thought that light was the unified forces. Okay. That binds all things matter. <clears throat> because it's the only things that we can actually see mm-hmm. even in Einstein's the way he actually revolutionized the way light works. Mm-hmm. The discovery of po- photons and whatnot. But um in quarks and in uh, no in quarks, but in the strong force and the weak force, like why is it so different? Like why does the strong force is massless? Why does the weak force have mass? And why does the weak force itself consist of two different bosons like W and Z? And this W and Z, and this W is, is actually three for three particles, yeah, yeah, like because yeah. W plus, plus and minus, minus and, and Z. Not, and yeah. Z yeah. Why, why is there so much different from one another? Okay, uh, basically, I think the one is can be described detail by considering the Higgs, yeah, Higgs uh, mechanisms. <laughs> okay, because we how have the particles to gain the mass, okay. and how the, the the Higgs uh, actually shows mm. uh, the photons is massless, and the rest particles have gained mass by considering the symmetry breaking and etc. Mm. Okay, the one is under the one lah. Mm. Uh, okay, so the standard model uh, equations yeah. have a like. A very particular form where the local gauge invariance is yeah. imposed yep. on itself, and it's also satisfied if we derive the equations uh, treating the matter and forces together, mm-hmm. and if bosons are massless to be uh, starting, and these massive gauge bosons actually require a gauge invariant yep. fixed up to our theory, yep. which is actually the Higgs. Yeah. So. After the break, we will dive into the Higgs mechanism. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Hi, uh, welcome back to the Seismic Podcast Show. So before the break, we talk about particles definitions and then we move on to the force carriers and right now we are trying to dwell into higgs the higgs mechanism so what is the higgs but we know that higgs actually is a brainchild of peter higgs the higgs is here to actually explain mostly how the force carries how things gain mass to put it in a simple terms like how does particles actually obtain the mass itself we know that some of the force carriers are massless so that shows that 
supposed to interact with. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't interact <laughs> with the Higgs, but really? those that has mass does interact with the Higgs field. So, but let's dive into it. So we just know, like, okay, so if it interacts with the Higgs field, it obtains the mass. So how does the Higgs field knows which particles to interact with? Oh, okay. Basically, in order to explain what is actually Higgs uh, mechanism, lah, I refer to Higgs mechanism because we look for how the particles gain mass. Okay. Uh, initially, the particles is doesn't have any mass. Okay. okay. Before interact with the Higgs field. Okay. Okay. You can imagine that uh, Higgs field is something like the father of the particle. They give the mass to the neighbors or to the sun to the daughter of the particles. Okay. 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 So, uh, in order to know that how the particle, how the Higgs can determine, okay, the particle is the neutron. This particle is a proton. Okay. It depends how emerge the particles in the Higgs fields. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in order to explain the interaction between the particle and the Higgs fields, we look for the spontaneous symmetry breaking. Okay. Okay. Or we call as the SPB, right? SPB. Mm-hmm. Okay, the SPB tell us that anything tunnel out or tunneling, I put it something's like going down or something's like interact. You mean you mean in yeah. terms of like potential? Curves. Potential, yes. Yeah. Potential is uh, changing. Okay. okay. Such a changing, so it gain mass. Okay. Mm-hmm. From the higher uh, potential energy mm-hmm. to the lowest potential energy, okay. So it has is a some changing in terms mm-hmm. of the uh, symmetry breaking. Mm-hmm. So that means the Higgs mechanism occurs during the symmetry breaking. That means if no symmetry breaking, there is no particle gaining mass. Okay. Okay. All right. So um. So let's say you throw you throw the you, you throw object. For example, no object uh, because I want to make, I want to uh, quantify that the particle is doesn't have mass. So let's say you yeah I think you just throw the marbles, throw mm-hmm. the marbles okay to the marbles to the uh in, into the water okay so because and then the marble will be thrown out thrown in into the water and immerse in the immerse around 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 the around themselves right mm-hmm. so the water immerse enclosing uh the water no the marbles is immerse in water. That's me occupies okay. in water. Okay, so that's me. The part the, the object have mass. I don't get you. I don't get you. Okay, okay. 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 Um, because okay, like this. Uh, I told you that before the particles get mass, initially they don't have mass. Yeah, we all know yeah, that. Yeah. But that's okay. why it gains, <laughs> yes, it gains mass. mass. Okay, but um, the most uh, I think um, yeah, I think the most interesting. Uh, particle that to study is photon actually because even photon interact with fields but they don't get any masses okay yeah. so proton doesn't undergo no, spontaneous proton, for the only particle photon doesn't have mass mm-hmm. even though it, uh, they interact in, in Higgs field eh? mm-hmm. okay and the excitation of the Higgs field produce the Higgs boson Mm-hmm. Okay, some physicists say that his boson is the god particle, mm-hmm. all right? Because the god particle meaning here is they give the power, they give the mass to the other particles. Mm-hmm. This is how the particle gaining mass. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, like quark, the most massive particle is quark. 
Okay. Okay. Because quark gain a lot of mass other than neutron, neutron, uh, proton, uh, electron. Mm -hmm. Okay. But all the particles have mass. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so this is how they they gain mass uh, in general. In general. In, in general, general. Yes. Okay. In general. So as yeah. the okay. So let's start off during the Big Bang. Yeah. So everything is massless. So you got massless bosons mm -hmm. and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So after the Big Bang. Mm -hmm. You have a deep dive in terms of potential energy. Mm -hmm. So during this deep dive is where spontaneous symmetry breaking actually occurs. Mm -hmm. And this is how bosons itself acquire mass mm -hmm. and also fermions. Yes. Okay. But the way the Higgs physics that gives particles mass is true coupling. Mm -hmm. And we know that. And okay. So the complex uh, doublet has a four, a four free parameters where three are absorbed into W plus, mm -hmm. W minus, and Z bosons. Mm -hmm. um, and photons are admixtures of original weak EM massless bosons. And also uh, one manifested as a massive Higgs boson. This is what you explained beforehand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's why if you look for the uh, groups, uh, structure of photon basically after undergo breaking mm -hmm. uh, photon can be visualized in u1 continuous symmetry mm -hmm. that means that the photon is propagating mm -hmm. they even though they don't have mass but they just propagate along the potential higgs mm -hmm. we call as mexican head so they just yeah. play, play just play around they just plays around yes plays around without interacting without interacting <laughs> yeah. with the higgs okay, because the photon is actually uh produced after basically after the symmetry breaking okay after they gain mass and the rest also produce the photon and photon is actually propagate lah. okay mm -hmm. we call as the u1 continuous symmetry okay all right so the first thing was like what was peter higgs actually trying to accomplish when he uh, when the he actually introduced this theory of the Higgs field itself like from my understanding is that from basic particle physics we know that bosons doesn't have mass mm -hmm. and somehow when we actually discovers the weak the weak the weak forces of interaction of and w yeah. plus w minus and z boson mm -hmm. they have mass yep so these are the questions that I think Peter Higgs was trying to actually it prove was that, it was the question that he was trying to prove like where does this it's not that why does the weak forces actually doesn't have mass it's the question is that why do they have mass so where does this mass come from which we know right now it's probably came yeah. from the Higgs yeah. but that is for force carriers for fermions, it's a bit different the way they they couples with Higgs fields to get the mass to get the mass. Okay, are using a different mechanism, which is the Yukawa coupling. Yes, haven't been fully tested. Mm -hmm. So, um, it has basically no deep explanation. It, we're just like as physicists, we are motivated by simplicity, a one unified theorem yep. to explain everything. That's why we have the standard model to be exact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. After the symmetry breaking, the Higgs sector properties are mostly for the Higgs. It's a spinless Higgs. Higgs bosons are spinless. Yeah, spin, uh, spinless particles. Spinless particles. Yeah. 
It's not, so it's not a force carrier because mm-hmm. force carrier we know is they have a spin of one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how about the vacuum expectation value? Okay. Like the mean field value of the, v, yeah. the Higgs. Yeah. Is it like zero or do they have any value to okay. be honest? Okay, basically if you look for the change of potential mm-hmm. of in, in, in Mexican head, actually we have a different uh, VAV uh, for vacuum expectation value. Okay, basically you're referring to the particles, even particle have mass, it doesn't have mass regarding to the VAV. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh you can look uh how the okay, if you look the the structure of the Mexican head, actually mm-hmm. we have a lower a little bit lower the potentials compared to the network network okay. of this. Yeah. Yeah. This is a change in the in, in VEV. Okay. Okay. So uh why this happened is actually because due to the symmetry breaking. Mm-hmm. Alright. So the 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 change uh the region sorry the region of the VEV is depending on what particle uh what particle gain during the symmetry breaking and also it shows the how large or small VEV after yeah. the symmetry breaking. Yeah, it just just show like that. But we know that the, that the consequences of mm-hmm. this is like the way the weak and electromagnetic force are mm-hmm. interconnected is that the massive Z boson yeah. for the weak, weak forces mm-hmm. is a mixture of massless EM electromagnetic force yeah. and also the weak bosons. So why why is it different from the W bosons? So like why does the Z actually exist in the first place if it's a mixture? So that means that EM itself, photons itself are yeah. actually interacting yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because in order to produce the Z, it has to interact with the Higgs field yes. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we talk about the mass of the Z bosons, is it much heavier or much lighter compared to the W bosons? Okay, uh, good question. Z bosons, yeah. W plus or W minus, all come from after the symmetry breaking. Yes. Okay. Of course. Okay, right. Uh, so, um, of course, they have a different masses between these three uh, kind of bosons, right? Mm-hmm. So um no, for the for the yeah. W bosons it has the same for the plus and minus. Yeah, yeah. It's one, yeah. They both have the same. But my question is is that if photons itself mm-hmm. are massless, mm-hmm. it doesn't interact with the field with the Higgs field. Okay. So that but W bosons interacts with EM forces mm-hmm. to produce the the Z bosons. Okay? okay. And the Z bosons tend to be much heavier mm-hmm. compared to W bosons, so they are actually mass gain uh, from interaction with the electromagnetic magnetic forces. Oh, okay. All so, right, okay. All right. But we know that photons itself are massless. Mm-hmm. So where does this okay. mass come from? Okay, good question. Actually, you need to look uh, in deep. Uh, study in yeah. the form of the goldstone boson, three goldstone bosons. Mm-hmm. I think this boson can this how W, W plus minus Z boson gain their mass. Okay. Okay. Um, basically, not only uh, what we call um, goldstone boson also produce after symmetry breakings. Mm-hmm. So these three goldstone boson actually uh, give the mass to these three type mm-hmm. of boson that, that you told me just now. And then afterwards, uh, we know the mass. Yeah. But and then how about the force strength? Force strength. Force strength. 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 Okay. Strength. 
for this particular force carriers. Okay, we can quantify it by the coupling constants. But to give you an idea, an example of how weak the weak forces is, is that we have the strong, the strong forces. Mm-hmm. So the coupling constants is basically one. Yeah. And then we have the electromagnetic magnetic forces, which is a photon. Um, the coupling constant is one over one hundred and thirty-seven. Yep. So it's much lower. Yeah, much lower. But for the weak, it's ten to the minus of six. So it's much lower. Much lower. Much lower. Very small. So we know that this 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 force strength are very weak. Is the weak, but we have a weaker force strength. Which is gravity? Yeah, ten to the minus of forty. Now that actually um, imposes a very serious challenge on why we still haven't actually discovered graviton in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with the force strength of ten to the minus. That's bizarre. Yeah, how weak the force of gravity? Because we still don't know how the, uh, I mean the probable structure of the graviton, oh. also the mechanism graviton involved during the. Mm-hmm. Mediation, yeah. So it's still in in in, in uh, research. But this is trying to understand how gravity works in quantum yeah. mechanics, mm-hmm. not in space time, because that's already been explained. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Seismic Podcast Show. So before Hi. the break, we actually discussed this about it's about the Higgs so mechanism yes. and how particles actually gain mass. Yep. And then and then we move forward afterwards. And right now we we're trying to explain what is CP violation. Okay. So C and P stands for charge operator and P parity operator. And CP operates uh, in the way it changes particle to Anti-particle, yeah, to be exact, right? Yeah, and CP violation. The question is uh, remains like: Is the rate the same the way particles change to anti-particles? Is it is it symmetry in terms of like do anti-particles change to particles as well? Yeah, what do you mean by rate? Hmm? Rate in terms of in what quantity you want to measure? In terms of the rate of yeah. like, uh, is it the mass? Is it the charge? Uh, the charge, the charge, yeah, the, okay. the charge, the yeah. and things like that. We know it exists, mm-hmm. CP violation, mm-hmm. and how uh, how do we know this is because it's observed in weak decays, yes. right? And the standard model itself doesn't actually explain mm-hmm. or predict CP mm-hmm. violation, mm-hmm. but CP violation haven't been added to the standard model, and why is that? Ah, uh, good question. Alright, so you're asking me why speed violation is not added into standard model. Yes. Okay. Okay, uh, basically you need to know what is speed violation first. Okay. Okay. So what you said just now is speed violation actually the, the C stands for the charge. Mm-hmm. Okay, P is a parity. And so we have a T actually, we have a time. Okay. Okay. But then we focus on CP only, we don't, we don't time. Lah. Okay. okay. So we have a call as charge parity violation. Okay, so basically it's a very important. Okay, why is it very important? Because you want to uh, it's attempts to explain into cosmology, such a cosmology uh, a view, because uh, how the particle is how the particles dominates how the matter is dominate in, in the universe. 
Yeah, so, because right now we we actually what we're discussing just now actually is very important. Yeah, I know yeah. that in yeah. cosmology because yeah, cosmology. because they they detecting like we have more particles than anti. Okay, so if you have if you have let's say you have a ten particles, okay. so they have their own mirror image, so they mm-hmm. have ten anti particles. No, I mean like the quantity yeah. in quantity. the universe right now. What they observe is that particles are a matter. Oh, okay. Are much more. We have much more matter compared to antimatter. Okay, basically we we measure uh the real matter. Okay. Real matter. Okay? okay. Because why we study about the evolution because we want to know what how does the the real particles mm-hmm. or the real matter is actually can get for the anti or uh yeah antimatter mm-hmm. something like that. Okay. So evolution is come mm-hmm. to expand everything. Okay. Uh. So um, because um. CP violation. If we if we explain in standard model, uh, we can say that we need to study. You need to look for the uh quantum things, for examples. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, because uh, and we need three generations of quarks. Yeah, just three generation of quarks here to explain this okay. um CP violations. Okay. Okay. Uh, but then a few generations are pres are presents. Uh, so. Okay, once we say about the uh, CP image or CP mirror mirror image, right? Mirror image between mm-hmm. the particles, we are looking for the phase change. Okay. Okay, the phase change, the phase change is very important. Mm-hmm. Okay, because the particles, if you look into the wavy structure mm-hmm. or into of the yeah, because particles have their own specific localized space. Okay. Okay, if you look for localized space, they have their own phase structure. So mm-hmm. if you transform into or if you mirror the 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 the, the the what we call the 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 object or the 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 real particle into the image or the empty particles, they must have a change into the face. Okay. Okay. So basically, to explain this relationship into that model, we are playing with the face, uh, parameterized face punya mm-hmm. discussion, uh, face discussion. Yes. But we do we does have one complex face, right? Yeah. The mechanisms to introduce the CP yeah. itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and then we move on to the standard model, mm-hmm. which is. A quantum field theory. Yep. Based on Lagrangians. Yeah, Lagrangians. And okay. we use SM to predict experimental observation. What M? SM. Standard uh, model. SM. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to use. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to say standard model too much. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so this quantum field theory mm-hmm. is theory. is an exaggeration from, like, where does quantum field theory came from? Okay. Basically, uh, if you say about the quantum field theory, then the full the, the we can divide it by three parts. We have a quantum, we have a field, we have a theory. But theory which is not. We have a quantum and field. This means we need we quantize the field. Okay. Okay. Field actually is a field. Field mm-hmm. because every particle can have their own field. This mm-hmm. means if you have particles, the particles maybe the moving or static, so the field occupies uh in the yes. space, right? So, uh, if we quantize the field, field that's mean you look for the second quantization. So you were saying about quantum field theory. Yep. And how does this quantum field theory? So to be a brief explanation, what of what is quantum field theory? Okay. Uh, basically, quantum field theory actually the theoretical framework that combines classical field theory, special relativity, and quantum mechanics to in order to explain the physical model of atomic particles. So we know yeah. we know quantum mechanics is trying to explain the mechanics of very little matters. Yeah, and then we move on to 
standard. You say it was a mix of quantum mechanics, quantum mechanics, classical field theory, classical field theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so how does classical field theory compares to quantum? Okay, you know that if we learn quantum mechanics, okay, okay. how the photon is produced mm-hmm. by excitation, right? Yeah, electron side yeah. for the uh, photon emit. Okay, same goes to quantum field theory because okay. quantum field theory treat particle, okay, treat particles as excited state. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we call it as a quanta or quantum, right? Okay. It's quantizing of uh of the fields. Mm-hmm. That's mean we look for the fixed uh structure, mm-hmm. not the way they excite. Mm-hmm. Okay, but quantum mechanics Okay, so um, interaction between the particles and the fields can be described into of the Lagrangian. Okay. Okay, because Lagrangian is the total energy. Okay. Okay. We have a two type. We have Hamiltonian and Lagrangian. Mm-hmm. Okay, but most likely, in quantum field theory, in 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 in, in classical field theory, for mm-hmm. example, we use a we use a Lagrangian to describe the energy. And, and yeah. we use this Lagrangian model yes. to predict yes. experimental observation. Yeah. yeah, most likely. But this standard model does have uh, a few advantages and a few disadvantages. Like yeah. it does have loopholes. For example, the successes from the standard model itself that every prediction that we made using the standard model are very consistent with the experiment yep. that physicists are conducting around the world. Okay. Okay. And there seem to be no deviations mm-hmm. seen mm-hmm. in terms of values. Mm-hmm. And also it predictions mm-hmm. have been proven, for example, the Higgs itself. Mm-hmm. The Higgs was actually based on the, the standard model and then it was proven. Mm-hmm. So this is part of the successes mm-hmm. that we get from the standard model. Yep. But we do have, but we know that the standard model itself is very incomplete. Yep. And uh, there are a few holes in it. For example, there's no explanation to uh, gravity. Yep. And there are also few explanation to the things that are included inside the standard models itself. And we are using many ad hoc additions to fit into the experimental data. The experimental data is not exactly match it's what we predict. Yes, yeah, we have to implement some sort of statistical ways just to fit the. That's the very uh, uh, weakness, lah. Yeah, weakness. Okay, in order to to imply or to, mm. to to justify or to whatever. Yeah. And we need we need to find a breakdown yes, yes, yeah. of the standard model just to move forward. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thus, we need more experiments. We yep. need to design more experiments. That's what we were trying to understand is that physics itself is not just theory. Yeah. We are trying to actually design more and more experiments yeah. just to verify, to, uh, yeah, yeah. to verify our <clears throat> theories. <clears throat> and this sort of experiments are what they are actually doing right now in CERN. So we all probably heard about the Large Hadron Collider. Yep. Is this big ring circular around in Geneva. 27 kilometers oh, in circumference. Too far. Yes, yeah. it's 27 kilometers in circumference. Mm. Where are they colliding proton protons mm-hmm. to in order to understand um understand or even create and discover possibly new particles, new mixtures and whatnot. Yeah. And right now they are currently ongoing in four experiments in CERN. Uh, we have the biggest one which is Atlas, and then we have CMS. Alice and also LHCB. Each experiment are placed uh, around 
the circular structure itself. But the circular structure is basically an underground, um, massive underground structure. It's yeah. like a tunnel. Yeah. yeah, they can't do it on top of land, <laughs> yeah, you know, due to very many mm -hmm. uh, logistical reasons. But in this study inside where they're running experiments, and this is the place where actually physicists discovered the Higgs itself back in 2012. Yeah. Yes. And right now, we are moving towards an upgrade in terms of experimental. For example, I'm doing in CMS where they are implementing new um, detectors mm -hmm. for muon detection yep. and muon tracking itself at the end cap. Mm -hmm. so that's where I'm specified from. And we are undergoing a long shutdown before we are moving towards next year, before they can restart back the experiments. What shutdown? What? Uh, because they're trying to upgrade. Oh, upgrade. Okay. Yeah, upgrade all the uh, experiments right oh, now. Okay. We are dealing because there are many things in terms of experimental that we have to take account for. For example, the radiation, mm -hmm. which causes a lot of um, malfunctioning mm -hmm. in terms of equipments, because not a lot of um, experiments and equipments itself yeah. are able to sustain along such uh, exposure to radiation. Mm -hmm. um, we are dealing with high amounts of radiation inside the, the oh. experiments itself. Okay. Yeah. And they are also um, upgrading the magnets and whatnot. And these are superconducting magnets. Superconducting magnets. Yes. Yeah. And, and they can reach up to four Teslas. Oh. To put in perspective, <laughs> four Teslas. The Earth is only by like one. One Tesla. Yes. Quite the Earth God, magnetic field. Yeah, we are dealing with four Teslas wow. of magnetic field. These are very powerful conducting magnets. And also the... The particles are accelerated up to 99.996 percent speed of light of the speed of oh, light yes wow. almost close yes and we are dealing with a tv of energy instead of just gv right now I see. but we are moving forward in terms of certain future plans they have future plans for the they are linear collider mm -hmm. trying to expand it up to 50 kilometers just try to imagine that 50 kilometers of linear collider how long is 50 kilometers? <laughs> 50 or 50? 50. 50. 50. Yes, oh, it's five cool. zero. Too yes. Far. And that's for linear. And in terms of circular collider, for the right now we have 27 kilometers in radius. They're trying to expand it into the what what they call is the FCC, future circular collider, which is a hundred kilometer in circumference. That's how it's they want to go bigger, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you know, when we're trying to think about this, this is not just uh, physical barriers like they're trying to reach but also engineering mm -hmm. trying to dig up a circular tunnel for 100 kilometers like, oh. the effort of engineering behind that is so massive that's why um, they are planning it they're just planning it right now and I'm not sure when it will be finished <laughs> but um, we do have a lot of a lot, a lot more future experiments from other countries as well in China, even in Japan, they also want to try to build their own accelerators mm -hmm. yeah, for future um, particle research. Now, we know this particle research, um, they're trying to move somewhere. We're trying to move, we're trying to explain more things. So we need bigger experiments. This is why uh, one of the reasons they're trying to actually do in, and invest 
in this particular experiment we are talking billions and billions of money <laughs> yeah. if, if, if we if we try to build another LFC yes. is it possible that the the what we call the equipment is the same like the previous LFC instant no no yeah. the must be the best yeah it, it will be yeah. increased increase, in yeah. yeah increasing yeah. in terms of power in terms of magnetic how much uh, how much uh, it can produce this conducting magnets that's why we are bounded by the technologies that we have here Yeah. Even the LHC itself are an extension of the LEP mm-hmm. back in the 80s. But it's still using the same tunnel. Mm-hmm. It's just that the equipment inside, the magnets and everything inside are totally up to today's standards in oh, terms of yes, uh, in terms of today's technologies. Mm-hmm. But in future like we are bounded by today's technologies, but when we discover more and more new technologies and how we can recuperate that into the FCC mm-hmm. then maybe just maybe that we can discover something big again so basically how large energy is to is to collide yeah collide the, the particle yeah we, we're talking the about t- we're talking about TV in terms of energy oh uh, yeah TV so that's like 10 to the power, power of 9 wow EV is it, is it the, the current the current the current energy yes okay yeah it's a lot of energy <laughs> so when, when people talk about uh, GEVs that, that's yeah. really small mm-hmm. we're talking about TEVs now mm. so yeah. yeah it's very hard pretty hard yeah so I guess um, that's it for this episode I hope you guys enjoy it well yeah on particles yeah well, thank you again to my colleague Hafiz for um, co-hosting Welcome. this episode with me mm-hmm. and explaining some of the terms yeah. for you viewers. If you don't understand, please bother him. Do not bother me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out don't forget, things. No, don't worry, just, just contact yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I guess the listeners can actually contact you. you yeah. yeah. Right. I think uh, they can. So you just look up any you can directly. <laughs> you can find Hafiz didn't come yes. out there. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to visit our website where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify or via SoundCloud. If you found value in this show, we would appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you would simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. That is all from us. Bye.